Welcome to Superior Central Library's podcast, your place for stories, poetry, messages from your teacher, and announcements from your library. Today's poem comes from the book I'm Just No Good at Rhyming and Other Nonsense for Mischievous Kids and Immature Grownups by Chris Harris. It is called Grownups Are Better. Grownups are better than children at chess and cleaning and fixing and mopping a mess. They're better at baking and frying and steaming, but children are better at dreaming. Grownups are better at, than children at math and flushing and brushing and drawing a bath. They're better at counting and buying and paying, but children are better at playing. Grownups are better than children at sports and driving and working and filing reports. They're better at pushing and pulling and lugging, but children are better at hugging. Grown-ups are better at most stuff you see, from tying a shoelace to chopping a tree, but children are gooder and grown-ups are badder at just about all the things that matter. The story that I'm going to read the first little bit of is called Because of Winn-Dixie by Kate DiCamillo. Uh, This book won the Newbery Honor Book in 2000 when it was published, meaning that the Newbery Committee thought it was one of the best books for children that year. Chapter 1. My name is India Opal Budoni, and last summer, my daddy, the preacher, sent me to the store for a box of macaroni and cheese, some white rice, and two tomatoes, and I came back with a dog. This is what happened. I walked into the produce section of the Winn-Dixie grocery store to pick out my two tomatoes, and I almost bumped right into the store manager. He was standing there all red-faced and screaming and waving his arms around. Who let a dog in here? He kept on shouting. Who let a dirty dog in here? At first, I didn't see a dog. There were just a lot of vegetables rolling around on the floor. Tomatoes and onions and green peppers. And there was what seemed like a whole army of Winn-Dixie employees running around waving their arms just the same way the store manager was. And then the dog came running around the corner. He was a big dog and ugly. And he looked like he was having a real good time. His tongue was hanging out and he was wagging his tail. He skidded to a stop and smiled right at me. I had never before in my life seen a dog smile, but that is what he did. He pulled back his lips and showed me all his teeth. Then he wagged his tail so hard that he knocked some oranges off the display, and they went rolling everywhere, mixing in with the tomatoes and onions and green peppers. The manager screamed, somebody grab that dog. The dog went running over to the manager, wagging his tail and smiling. He stood up on his hind legs. You could tell that all he wanted to do was get face-to-face with the manager and thank him for the good time he was having in the produce department. But somehow he ended up knocking the manager over. And the manager must have been having a bad day. Because lying there on the floor, right in front of everybody, he started to cry. And the, <laughs> Silas. And the dog leaned over him, real concerned and licked him in the face. Please, 
said the manager. Somebody call the pound. Wait a minute, I hollered. That's my dog. Don't call the pound. All the Winn-Dixie employees turned around and looked at me, and I knew I had done something big, and maybe stupid too, but I couldn't help it. I couldn't let that dog go to the pound. Here, boy, I said. The dog stopped licking the manager's face and put his ears up in the air and looked at me like he was trying to remember where he knew me from. Here, boy, I said again. And then I figured that the dog was probably just like everyone else in the world, that he would want to get called by a name. Only I didn't know what his name was. So I just said the first thing that came to my head. I said, here, Winn-Dixie. And that dog came trotting over to me, just like he'd been doing it his whole life. The manager sat up and gave me a hard stare, like maybe I was making fun of him. It's his name, I said, honest. Manager said, don't you know not to bring a dog into a grocery store? Yes, sir, I told him. He got in by mistake. I'm sorry, it won't happen again. Come on, Winn-Dixie. I said to the dog. I started walking and he followed along behind me as I went out of the produce department and down the cereal aisle and past all the cashiers and out the door. Once we were safe outside, I chucked him over real careful and he didn't look that good. He was big but skinny and you could see his ribs and there were bald patches all over him, places where he didn't have any fur at all. Mostly, he looked like a big piece of old brown carpet that had been left out in the rain. You're a mess, I told him. I bet you don't belong to anybody. He smiled at me. He did that thing where he pulled back his lips and showed me his teeth. He smiled so big that it made him sneeze. It was like he was saying, I know I'm a mess. Isn't it funny? It's hard not to immediately fall in love with a dog who has a good sense of humor. Come on, I told him. Let's see what the preacher has to say about you. And the two of us, me and Winn-Dixie, started walking home. I hope you enjoyed that first little bit of Because of Winn-Dixie by Kate DiCamillo. And if that name sounds familiar to you, you probably know some of her other books. Um, she has written lots of books, and Because of When Dixie was her first in 2000, but she's also written The Tale of Despero and The Miraculous Journey of Edward Tulane and Flora and Ulysses and the whole Mercy Watson series um, with The Little Pig um, and Eugenia Lincoln. Um, one of her newer books is Louisiana's Way Home, and it is a, a very clever little book um, that we enjoyed listening to a lot. So uh, feel free to check out the rest of Because of Winn-Dixie, and you've got to read the book before you watch the movie, but the movie's also very cute and great for families. Um, and I wanted to let you know, if you haven't seen it, that June 10th is going to be the day that all students are required to turn in their Chromebooks, uh, if they borrowed one from Superior Central, as well as to return any library books that day, June 10th. So make sure that you're keeping your books safe so that we can get them back on the shelf for next year. I hope you guys have a great day. Enjoy that sunshine. Keep reading.